You're listening to the Mind Your Own Dog Business Podcast. I'm your host, leading expert in dog business strategist, Kristen Lee. Guys, get ready for your journey, your journey to cutting edge marketing and sales, creating a standout kick-ass dog business brand, along with mastering your mindset that's going to smash all of this glass ceilings that have been holding you back and catapult your dog business to the next level with actionable steps you can take right away. We're going to empower you. We're going to grow you as you step into your authentic self, not only as a dog trainer, dog walker, or whatever slice of the pet industry you find yourself in, but as that badass entrepreneur. My mission is to disrupt the current norm, cut through the noise, cut through the bullshit, and empower the incredible women of the dog business industry to step into the spotlight, reclaim control, and transform not only their businesses, but their lives. It's real, it's raw, it's uncensored, and it's what this dog business industry needs. Let's do this, guys. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of the Mind Your Own Dog Biz Podcast, the only podcast of the pet industry that keeps it real, that drops some truth bombs, keeps it raw as fuck, and keeps it fresh for all of you amazing, incredible entrepreneurs that happen to be in the business of those incredible furry little creatures we love and call dogs. So today, Today is all about the marketing. Marketing, marketing, marketing. You know, hustle and grind your face off, bro. 100x your business by marketing and being everywhere and being louder, being broader, being more visible. Get your brand everywhere. Marketing, 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 more fucking marketing. Oh my God. Do you even really need all that fucking marketing? Like, what the hell? We got to we gotta chill out. We got to calm our tits on this marketing stuff. So we are going to talk about that today strategically. And listen, before you call me a hypocrite, I know I love me some marketing, but we're going to chat about that in a second. And we're going to kind of get you refocused, realigned, like have a strategy and get you re-energized the way you approach marketing for your pet dog business. But first and foremost... I want to get this on your radars. As you guys know, Grassroots has been through a massive evolution in the last, God, I don't even want to say year. It's been like 16 months at this point. And we've changed a lot. I mean, incredibly a lot. So with changes always means new things, including all of our new amazing coaches, which I'm super excited to talk about. But anyway, 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 calm down, Kristen, get refocused. We have a really cool new thing coming down this fall. What it is, is what we're going to be doing for all of you incredible, incredible people out there. We are going to be doing business laser hot seat, whatever you want to call, whatever fucking key term or hot phrase are using these days. I'm like, I sound like, oh man, whatever phrase are using these days, get off my lawn. But what we're going to be doing starting this fall is doing individual strategic one-on-one business coaching sessions 
with people outside of grassroots. So if you've ever, ever, ever wanted to do a laser-focused coaching session for about 10 minutes at max, get a lot of clarity, see where some things might be really totally fucked up, where some things might be going really great, and get some clear direction and some strategy while learning some new things from one of our coaches, including potentially me, even maybe Maggie, or even, you know, our incredible newest fucking coach, Mahogany Gamble, who is one of the most incredible and top dog trainers in the world. I love her so much. To our sales witch goddess, Emily Nolan. Keep your 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 ears and your eyes peeled because I'll be dropping that information super soon. Probably, maybe next episode, I'll have some more information for you guys on how to sign up. Spots are going to be limited because, you know, we got to protect our time and our energy too, just like you guys. So stay tuned to that. If you want to get a heads up, if you want to get pre-registered, shoot me a message on Instagram, like right now at Dog Walker Coach. By the way, I need to change that name, but I have so many amazing people there. So shoot me a message, be like, hey, Kristen, I want a pre-registration session and I'll figure something out with you. I'll get you in touch with the right people and we'll get you rock and we'll get you claiming your spot and we'll go from there. Okay. Marketing, marketing, marketing. I sound like that episode of The Simpsons when I was like, monorail, monorail, monorail. Oh God, I'm a child of the 80s. Okay, it's cool. Ask any of your colleagues, any of your friends, any of your people in your network, any of your peers, anybody who you talk to about business. It doesn't even matter what type of business you're in. What is at the top of everybody, every business owner's list? It doesn't have to be at the top, top, but what's on, what's on the top 10? I can pretty much guarantee you marketing, more marketing, because here's the dirty little secret. Here's a dirty little secret. As entrepreneurs, we've been sold on the idea that we consistently need more and more and more and more marketing, more visibility, more noise, because that equals more clients and more clients equal more money and money equals survival. Crazy. That's how deep the psychology of business goes into because it's like the whole hierarchy of needs. So what starts to happen when we get stuck in this endless loop of marketing? I call it the marketing hustle cycle. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. I termed that, like, I figured that out, like, God, like three years ago. I was like, oh, my God, I can't unsee this. We're going to talk about that a little bit second. We get into this endless loop of this hustling cycle. And what starts to happen collectively as an industry, as dog trainers, as dog walkers, there is this war of attention for prospective clients. It's like, hey, look at me. Hey, look at me. Hey, 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 hey. Everybody's like screaming and yelling into like this endless void that really doesn't get much results. Now, before you come with me, the pitchforks and everything like that, yes, you most likely do get results, but we're going to talk about the war of attention later on too for another episode. But what starts to happen is we just get louder and louder and louder, and we really can't be very strategic in the way we focus, and yellow flags come up, red flags go up. It's just insane. And a crazy, crazy, crazy fact is the average person, including me and you and the average Joe Schmo that wants you to train their dog, is exposed to six to 10,000 ads a day. That's a lot of messaging. Now, there's a difference between marketing and advertisement, by the way. But that's a lot. That's a lot. So thus fuels 
this sexy idea of we consistently have to be marketing and hustling our fucking faces off till we bleed to the ground to our fucking fine dust in marketing. So I get it though. Listen, I get it. Marketing feels sexy. You've been told that it's sexy. It's like sex. It sells. Marketing sells. It's fun to do. Like, I love marketing. I love it. I'm such a geek for it. Like, I'm like, ah, I love marketing. I do because there's like science and there's art and there's data and everything like that. And at grassroots, we market our faces off too. I mean, it's, it's part of a healthy business. You know, if we didn't have marketing at grassroots, and if you guys didn't have marketing as dog trainers, as dog walkers, you wouldn't be able to connect to the amazing clients. Just like we're able to connect to all of you incredible, incredible, badass dog business entrepreneurs through marketing with the vehicle that gets you to the help that you need and everything like that. But one thing, one thing I want you all to keep in mind is marketing is one system, okay? Marketing is one overall arch, uh, like arching system. And in within the marketing system, that has many different set systems in your whole dog business ecosystem. But when we rely heavily on just marketing, no matter what type of marketing it is, if it's a lead generation, organic, B2B, anything like that, we start to cherry pick, okay? And unknowingly in like, unconsciously neglect other critically important parts of our businesses. And again, like, again, you're not doing this on purpose. You're not screwing with your business purposely. This is just me bringing awareness so you can start making the changes today. So let me talk about the marketing hustle crisis cycle. It's it's a mind fuck, guys. All right. So you have marketing. I'm looking at a graph right now, by the way. I do take notes because I want to be prepared so I don't miss any of the good stuff. So you look at marketing as an overall like like sector here and you go into tactics, whether it is content strategy and you're doing a ton of content a day on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, anything like that. And you start getting frustrated because you're doing all this marketing because you want to get new clients in and it's just like you're going and going and going spinning your wheels and you get frustrated and then it's like all the marketing all the time. And then the next thing that happens is you start to neglect certain areas, okay? So like you start to neglect your program design, maybe your high-end offers, maybe your sales processes, maybe you start to neglect your business finances because you're just so heavily reliant on just getting a ton of people in consistently all the time. So you get some business neglect going on, then what do you do? Okay, because your marketing did work and you have a f- ton of fresh new clients in. So we start to get burnt out. Okay, we start to get burnt out. And what's the next step after we get burnt out as our business is growing and expanding? Well, the next quote unquote logical step is to hire. Okay. And then after that, so you have some, you have some growth, but it's not sustainable growth. It's not, it's almost like that house of cards growth, I call it. So it's like one client leaves or two clients leaves, you're fucked. Like, it's a sad factor. Like, I see this happening a lot. Now, if you're raising your hand, you're like, oh, this doesn't happen to me, Kristen. Cool. Because you listen to my stuff and you're fucking smart. Okay. But I've seen it happen to a lot of people where one client or two clients leaves, like everything starts to get shaky and crazy and like, boom, everything falls. So that's client attrition. 
And then what happens after that? So you start back into the marketing hustle cycle because now you got to keep up with expenses, keep up with your headcount and everything like that. So it's a marketing system that just goes a hustle crisis cycle and it just doesn't get you anywhere. And you're consistently spinning your wheels going consistently over and over and over again. Okay. And it's like, you're doing all these tactics versus strategy. It's, it's just madness guys. And I'm here to take you off that cycle. So what starts to happen when there's too much marketing going on. You're making a lot of noise without much clear and direct results, aka KPIs. Now, you might be thinking, okay, cool, fuck you. Because <laughs> I hear that. I hear Kristen, fuck you. That's cool. That's cool. I love you. I still love you. Send you my love. You might be thinking, well, Kristen, I get all my leads from this spot and this platform or whatnot. To me, if you came to me as a one-on-one student and were like, Kristen, I'm, uh, I, I don't agree with you. My time on Instagram is not wasting. I'm not spending too much time on Instagram, scrolling through videos and everything like that. I get a lot of leads and I get a lot of clients from there. Okay, great. So let's break it down. And I want you guys to break this down with me. This goes for any platform goes from your website. Okay. Your website too. your website's a platform where you have your SEO and your organic leads coming in to Instagram, to Facebook, to even if you guys use Yelp or whatever, which I highly don't recommend you use or whatnot. So I want to break down the KPIs. Okay. I would ask you, how much time are you spending on the platform for business, for business purposes, meaning doing direct market research on your ideal clients, your niche people, where the fuck they are with targeting. Okay. Because here's the deal. If you're spending a lot of money, a lot of time, money too, if you're spending a lot of time on one social platform, just kind of dicking away time, time is literally money to an entrepreneur. Now, if you're consistently having to go in the, the marketing hustle crisis cycle because you need more money, that means you have too much time on your hands at this point to be going and fucking around too, too, too much on these systems without any clear direction results. All right. So Ask yourself, how much time am I spending on this platform where I am directly contributing to my business? Okay. I will raise my hand right now. I love Instagram personally. That's my, that's my crack at night. I go through Instagram stories and then I have on TikTok and I go through that and I laugh at some of the stuff there. And then I go into Facebook really quick, see what people are fucking melting down over. And I go back. At that time, that two hours a night, none of that's meant to be growing on my business. If I strategically go onto Instagram or Facebook or even TikTok during the day, you better fucking bet it's not to waste time with my thumb up my butt looking at cat videos. It's to actually do some real like research, data, uh, content that actually works and testing out in different experiments or to actually track and see what the hell is going on with dog business owners. Okay, so... Break down how much time you are effectively spending as a business owner during the day of working hours. How much time are you stealing from yourself being on a ton of different platforms, like just kind of going a million different directions, all right? Now, the next thing I would ask you is what type of lead generation are you doing? What type of lead generation are you doing, guys? Are you just doing kind of like stories to like just have people know like what you do during the day, which is great for Instagram stories. People love to see that. But are you actually creating content in their feeds that they're like, oh my God, yes, I want to connect with them. 
Are you doing Facebook lead ads where you're connecting to people that are like, hey, yes, oh my God, I have this problem, let me sign up, and they give you their phone number? Are you spending, are you optimizing your website to capture people in the purchasing process? Like if they're going on your website and they're like, okay, cool. Um, yeah, you know, you know, I, Fido's, you know, pa- pandemic puppy Fido's doing good. I might need this person. I kind of like, are you capturing them somewhere and then starting to feed them content so they come, you're first to mind? So what type of lead generation are you doing? Are you doing lead generation in order to actually have the fucking, the, the client experience where they could actually come into your systems and you can sell to them eventually on and to nurture them and connect to them? Okay. What is your reach? Are you actually keeping track of your reach? Like, yes, reach, reach and engagement and whatever. It's not as big as it is like it should be, but are you reaching the right people? Are you reaching the right people? Now, the next thing is, are people actually engaging with your shit? Now, here's the thing about engagement. Likes don't mean shit. Okay. Yes, I know. Again, another bolt of lightning is coming down and striking me right now. And everybody's about to carry me out and burn me at the stake. Likes don't mean shit on Instagram and Facebook. If people are truly engaging with your content, they are going to actually make that connection to you. They might drop a comment. They might send you a personal message or whatnot. But are people actually engaging with your content? Now, are those people our prospective clients? So something I see a lot of, guys, and this is really this like insidious thing that people don't like to hear, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop I'm gonna drop the realest truth on you right now. That a lot of dog business owners are mistakenly and unconsciously, just like kind of like how you're ignoring other parts of your business, marketing to other dog business professionals. See what I did there? Because that's the thing. It's like we get so tied up on wondering, like if like with imposter syndrome and wondering whether people are thinking of us, we accidentally and unconsciously start to market to other dog business professionals. So make sure. Make sure in that marketing and you're doing like an audit, I'm going to ask you if you're working with me here in a laser coaching session, who's actually seeing your shit? Who's commenting and engaging and sending you messages on that? Okay. How many conversations are you having? How many conversations are you having off the platform? How many, pe- how many people are you talking to on the phone? Not just like email, like, oh, how much do you charge? No. Or DMs, no. How many actual conversations are you having with these incredible, incredible people? How many lead into your sales process? Again, going back to that platform of lead generation, how many people are actually funneling into a sales process with you? Were you having a consultative sales process with them to close a high-end sale? Even if you're just a pet sitter or a dog walker, there's stuff there. Now, how many of those conversations, if you're having those conversations offline, are turning into sales? What's the percentage? So if you have 10 people on the phone and you close five of them, that's a 50% conversion rate. If you have 10 people on the phone and you close none of them, what is that? It's zero. Okay. These are the KPIs you want to be tracking, guys. People don't talk about this stuff. We all talk about how to get all the people on your eyes and your stuff, but we got to start talking about this type of stuff, guys. So I'm giving you a little hot seat right here. Now, if you are on the phone with them, how many objections are you getting? Now, what's an objection? 
let me talk to my wife. It's too much money. How much do you cost? I just want to know how much it costs. I don't have time. I just need it once or twice. Track those objections. Now, when you close those people, what's the LTV, the lifetime value of the person? Now, I don't like talking to, like, I don't like lumping people in as data, but we do have to look at the hard numbers sometimes, guys. So, for example, just say you spoke, you're, you're marketing, you put out a, okay, let's do this. You put out a really, really good piece of content, okay? And only two people liked it. Womp, womp, sad. I know, it's okay, but it's a really good piece of content. You spoke from your heart. You had a strong call to action. And somebody saw that and they messaged you on Instagram or they messaged you on Facebook. Hey, how much do you charge? And you're like, hey, you know what? Let's do this. Let's chat. I want to learn a little bit more about you and your dog and everything like that. And that person turns into a long-term contract. So with grassroots students, one thing we talk about is keeping people in longer-term contracts because it's better for the health of the dog. And just say that contract is $12,000 a year or $15,000 or $20,000 a year versus putting out like basic bitch marketing where you're just spreading it all across and you get a lot of increase and maybe like five of those people convert into like once or twice people or like, I just need a consult or, Hey, I just need to learn how to, you know, train my dog to pee or sit or whatever. So start to think about like the lifetime value that's, that's equating to the content and the marketing that you're putting out. And again, going back to Is this person, the people that you're reaching, in your spectrum of your niche? Okay, I always talk about niche and niches and niches and niches and riches and bitches and everything like that. But be honest, is this person in my niche? So I'll give you an example. Super easy stats. 20 pieces of content, 10% average engagement, two phone calls, one one person, average call time, 25 minutes. And that person ended up being $10,000, a $10,000 client, okay? So another thing, another thing, if you're stuck in this marketing, 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 marketing hustle trap, something else I want you to actually start to focus on after the KPIs and you get really real with yourself. If you're consistently hustling your face off and have an over-dependency, you might want to look into this. Your offers, your programs, your services, however your program design is set up. One of the biggest areas we see in grassroots with a big yellow flag that's like, hey, hey, danger, danger, is if you're consistently trying to get in people to make more money, why aren't your programs priced higher? Take an honest look at yourself and be like, okay, Well, I based it off the person next door to me or whatever. No, no. Guys, chances are you need a huge, huge increase in your prices. Now, I know you might be freaked out about that, but you deserve to pay yourself like what your market equity is as a professional. Now, if you need help raising your rates, go listen to one of my episodes called Furiously Raising Your Rates. I can help you with that too. Always get in touch with one of us. We can actually strategically see, okay, do you actually have a value to have a high-end offer and you know making some shifts around, okay? So that's a huge one. Now, another area where you're consistently feeling like you're in a crash and like crunch cycle for cash, so you use marketing and the tactics and everything like that, is 
your business finances and your financial management might not be in the best place. And that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Because they don't, this is not really common knowledge. I mean, what most of you guys do is you do your taxes, you have an accountant and whatever, and that's kind of it. But what you need to start to think about doing is not just treat your business as like a personal picky bank. (laughs) Like I see a lot of people doing that, but it's like you have your finances. Okay. You have your financial systems of your business. So if you get paid $10,000, that $10,000 isn't all yours, guys. <laughs> like, it's not. <laughs> you might think you have $10,000 or you might think you made $20,000 a month, but you got to give some to Uncle Sam. You got to come account for your payroll, your overhead, supplies, continuing education workshops, and things like that. So you need to have an honest look at yourself to see, okay, what financial systems am I, am, am I missing out on? Do I have a reinvestment strategy to myself? Am I actually saving for my retirement? I cannot tell you how many fucking dog trainers that has come through grassroots in the last year because they were planning on retiring and everything got wiped out because of COVID. So get yourself on wealth management and financial management, not just an accountant. Accountants are good. Like I like an accountant. I have an accountant too myself, but somebody who actually can give you knowledge about your financial portfolio as a business owner, because if you are treating your business like a nine to five, the way you're pulling a paycheck out of it, I can tell you, you are fucked in more ways than one. And then it's not that hard, big of a deal. You can always get that fixed. I'm not a financial advisor. Grassroots not a financial advisor, but find somebody that can give you an honest, an honest look at your, your portfolio. Okay. Portfolio management's huge because you guys, you guys deserve to have fun money too. You know, I talk about, there's this really, I can't think of the person's name on Instagram, but she talks about investing for millennials. I'm an elder millennial. I'm a late millennial. And it's like, man, at the time when I'm 55 years old, I, I want to be on a beach getting served freaking margaritas, dirty ass margaritas by a freaking beach boy. Like I want that shit too. So financial systems guys in place. If you're treating your, again, if you're treating your business like a nine to five and like you're combining your personal expenses and shit's getting whacked out, you got some issues going on and it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm just bringing awareness around that guys. Okay. Same thing with credit management. If you guys don't have business credit, God, do you, the reason why, I'm not going to say the reason why one of the factors that so many people got truly, truly fucked with COVID and like the shutdowns, everything like that was because of financial systems in place, not just because everything shut down. Okay. It was part of it. I'm not downplaying that but they didn't have the right financial systems and credit in place. You guys have to have business credit. I mean, not credit where you're going to go and spend money and buy cars or whatever, but actual credit to your business that is actually an asset. So like, for example, if you ever want to sell your business, that credit goes with it. So think about that, guys. We actually teach business credit building at Grassroots. So if you want more information on that, we actually have a financial download that I believe we still have. It's like 90-day financial cheat sheet and health checkup. It's really good. Again, we're not financial advisors, but just let us know. Okay? So kind of I kind of showed you your butthole right now. Okay? I'm sorry. I do this with a lot of love. I scare because I care. You know that. I know that. Okay? If you're new, hi, welcome. Kristen Lee here. What is a different... What is a different approach to the marketing hustle crisis cycle look like? Okay, first things first, get your identity squared away. Gotta get that, guys. Get your identity squared away. Who am I? What is my authority? 
what does my brand look like? What does my brand experience look like? Who is my niche? Start thinking about, okay, what are my marketing channels? What marketing channels am I going to explore? How am I going to, how am I going to start placing them out? How am I going to balance them out instead of having all your eggs in one marketing basket? I yell at our grassroots students all the time for this. Like just ask (laughs) Nicole, you know, I love you. (laughs) She's, she's one of our newer students. I'm like, ah, no, stop. You're doing too much of this one area and you're doing too much paid lead generation. You want to have like almost, again, it goes to that balanced marketing portfolio. You have some organic marketing going on in your community, have relationships, having conversations. Then you have some lead generation. Then you have content development and everything like that. You have your website. Now, the next thing you want to think about breaking out of the marketing hustle crisis cycle is your sales systems. Chances are, most of you guys listening, your sales systems are probably not where they need to be. But one thing I do like to say is like have a consultative sales process, guys. Make the time to have those conversations with people. Get to know back going to your identity, to your niche. Do your research and development Okay. The dog owning market is changing guys. Now, if you don't know this, like you need to really look and see who the new dog owners are. There's a new age dog market right now and they want all inclusive services and they're going to pay a lot of money. Financial management. We talked about that already. Get your financial management in place. Get a portfolio review, you know, figure out like, okay, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be putting your business expenses on your personal credit card. Get that shit squared away. Sit down with somebody. Do a portfolio review. Know what your credit looks like. Know what your own personal spending power is. Again, no judgment. No judgment. I just came out of a lot of personal debt from student loans and personal loans from when I was in school years and years ago. So no judgment. Okay. One person that I love to follow for personal, personal financial advice. I'm saying personal, not business. Do not listen to his business advice, okay? Is Dave Ramsey. Dude has changed my life, the way I spend my personal spending habits. Now, I do not bring any of that shit into my business or grassroots business, but the way I manage my own personal finances has changed dramatically, okay? Next thing to get off that cycle is have a business continuity plan, okay? What's going to happen when phase two of COVID hits again? Another phase happens. Another lockdown happens. Is it going to happen? I don't know. Debate me on that. Who knows? What's going to happen if the election goes to shit? It's already going to shit right now in the States here. What happens if something really bad happens? Like stuff is happening. Like we don't realize how much is really going on behind the scenes, but have a business continuity plan for that. Be able to pivot and zig and zag and everything like that. Look at your program designs, realign your programs and your offers, increase your rates. Now, the next thing too is process improvement and refinement. Guys got to go back through all these different areas and refine them. Next thing is legality and processes. Because if you are losing a ton of clients or clients are ghosting you, make sure your contracts are locked down tight So you don't get screwed in the end and everything else like that. All right, guys, it's been a real episode. I know I dropped a lot of truth bombs. I know this was a little bit harsh, but I do, again, I do it because I love you and I want you guys to get off that fucking marketing hustle cycle trap. And so you guys can actually get results and KPIs and data and then 
you can be the most badass dog business owner in your area. All right, guys, have a great night and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey there. Thank you for listening to another badass episode of Mind Your Own Dog Business. If you haven't already subscribed, what are you waiting for? Oh my God, go and subscribe now so you don't miss out on any of our content packed dog business jam sessions, plus special offers that I'm going to only be sharing with my amazing dog business entrepreneurial podcast listeners. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a five-star kick-ass review so more amazing dog business owners just like yourself can find us and start to transform and disrupt their businesses and their lives unapologetically. And if you feel so inclined, feel free to tag me on Instagram with a screenshot of this episode and holler at your girl. I'm at dogwalkercoach. You can find me, dogwalkercoach, and I'll pop up and I'll give you a special shout out. All right, guys, till next time. Bye.